We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And we're live. Welcome to the RGDFS Tournament Takes Podcast Week 16 edition. I am your host, Chris Kirkwood. Screen name Kirk Dees here with the crew, the squad, uh, at Bobby Gomes DFS, Bobby Gomes, one of the original Millie Maker, one of the OG Millie Maker winners, um, high stakes player, also JSU Rab, uh, 100K banker, probably every other week, is it? Every other, every every three weeks, something like that. Um, but uh, another high stakes crusher. Um, we're back to talk about week 16, and uh, I'm in a good mood. I smashed last week, so I I, I did well. So I'm 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 feeling that high. All week, um, and uh, hopefully I can keep it going. But how'd you guys make out? I had a good week too last week for someone who was late on the slate. But yeah, I ended up having a good week. I had all, I had a lot of Russell Gage after Julio was ruled out, so that worked out. He had twenty five. Played Brady. Brady finally. He didn't get there, but the connection with Gage kind of got me there. So I don't know. It it worked. It was a good week. How about you, JSU? I uh, pretty much had I, I had a I had a really good week, even though I my two main quarterbacks were Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, uh, Trevor Lawrence was uh, you know obviously a slate winner. If you play Trevor Lawrence, especially if you play Trevor Lawrence with Zay Jones and literally anyone else, you were uh, you know probably winning a lot of money. And uh, I, I luckily did have some good Trevor Lawrence teams. 
uh, was close in the $200 single entry on DraftKings. Uh, very, very close, actually. It came like, I forget where my team entered. I, I know I was like fifth, you know, had a chance late. I forget who exactly I needed, but I think I ended up like 13th, but still pretty good, you know, weekend overall. Herbert didn't get done, but yeah, Trevor Lawrence got me there and I had some good calls. I, I had some really good calls uh, in the player pools on the up block show. I think I talked about some of these plays too, but like I was way overweight on the Detroit Lions defense. They outscored uh, the chalky Denver defense. Um, I had them on my main team on FanDuel, DraftKings. I just had them everywhere um, and they smashed. And then uh, the other guy was just, I, I pretty much almost locked in all my teams was Rashid Shahid from uh, New Orleans, 3,200. And uh, he caught that bomb early. I was super overweight on him. I think I talked about him on this show. Talked about him on like literally every show I did. Kids a stud. Kids a deep threat. Uh, they're lucky to, like, man, we, we if you played him, you ran bad because they got up. And then all they did was run the football, and Atlanta's offense was terrible in the first three quarters, really. And then all they did was run the football. So it kind of didn't force New Orleans to have to pass once they got up. So we were kind of lucky to get that. Thank God we got that early touchdown. But, man, if they were playing from behind, he probably would have smashed even harder. Like, he got 18, but it was a good week overall. Had, had some good calls. I was pretty happy about it. Yeah, I'm with you. So I, uh, first off, uh, Yahoo, I smashed. That's where I had a, a lot of money in play. Um, because these projection slaves, man, I knew they were all, and, and granted they were, it worked out kind of for them, but Latavius Murray was chalk. And I'm like, there's no way I'm playing Latavius Murray. So all I had to do was slide down on a defense a little bit. And uh, I played David Montgomery was my boy as you guys know i play this guy i always he's I'm always on this guy um and i knew no one would have him whatsoever and i just had to drop uh i had to drop that it was either going to be uh i thought the chalk players were going to be juju or um or uh chris moore and so i just took zay jones so and i was the only one with zay so i had zay like that's all i needed um but and i also played zay on DraftKings. But I, I went down with you. I mean, I, I, I min-cashed pretty much everything in my main lineup. Like, I snuck in in the 4-4-4-4. But I had Herbert, uh, Mike Will. I had a Herbert double stack. Like I said on the show, I would do. It was going to be Herbert, Mike Williams, and Allen. I ran it back with Okongo and uh, Derek Henry. But, you know, I did have Zay Jones in there. So, snuck in there. So, we'll take it. I mean, Kirkwood, the other donkey chop that was just terrible. And I know he got hurt. I think in like the third quarter. I can't remember exactly when, but Zonovan Knight was like 20 something percent in, in, oh, in all these contests. He was, was a terrible play. Like, I do a player pool where I list my favorite plays at each position, like a player pool. So I list like five or six dudes at each position outside of quarterback. I list like three or four. I mean, this dude wasn't even in the ballpark. For me, like I, I didn't even think about him, and then everyone's asking me questions about him on Sunday morning. It was just, and it I'm was like, just what cheap. world are we in right now? He just because he's priced at fifty three hundred. Yeah, it was. Defense has been good. What are we talking about right now? 
because they I, wanted I someone to make it, it. They wanted someone to make their lineup. So they every. I'm sure they probably kept asking you Zonovan or Latavius Murray. Um, yeah, imagine uh, Jarrett McKinnon was Price right with them. Like, think I, about that too. Like Jarrett McKinnon and GPP. And people still want. Play. People still rather play Pacheco. I it's just McKinnon. It's, we just got to stop playing Pacheco. No, so this is yeah. This is what it is. Is they're a passing offense. Period. It's always so you got to take the. They've PBR. never been. Uh, they've never. There's never been a running back since. Who was the guy who would like broke every slate ever? Like the greatest of like all. Who was like a, a like Jamal, a, uh, Jamal yeah, Charles. Yeah, Jamal Charles. Like they haven't had a running back since Jamal Charles. Yeah, yeah, Jamal Charles is great. Um. Anyways, yeah, I, I hear you. Um, you know, Herbert, oh, Kamara was tilting. So I, I, that's why I decided to just like take, I played Sean, I played Kamara and Henry, but I, and I used the wide receiver in the flex to get done what I needed. But, you know, Kamara almost broke at the last play of the game. Did you see that? Like where he got tackled from behind? Hey, you got the touches at least with Kamara. You didn't get the passing work, but that was because of the way the game was. You got at least the rushing attempts. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, just he seemed like the tougher chalk going into the slate on the higher end at running back. Like if there were paths for him failing more than I feel like the others. Well, I mean, we talk about like, is this guy injured? Like, is yeah. this, you know, like what there was definitely like usage concerns, but um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And, and I almost played Rashid over, I was debating Rashid and Chris Moore and I, I wanted to play Rashid so bad, but I like just felt, Come more comfortable with more, and then that that first play at Rashid, I was like, oh my god, you know. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's tough, man. It's tough to click that name when you don't know. But man, he's good, he's man. Such a good tournament play. He's no good. one was on him. I swear, nobody talked about that dude. Literally, no one. I swear, no one watches football anymore. Like that dude. Every time I watched him for the last like five weeks. He just always seems to be like making plays or chance to break stuff. Like it's insane as Evan Ingram just runs. Yeah. Kirkwood, he's so good, right? Now. It's just, <laughs> Evan he's, Ingram. He's ridiculous. He's just the best in the league now. All yeah. Of a he's like Zay Jones. Like nobody wants to play. Like no one, everyone like feels like they're chasing every week. Yeah. He's um, good, man. Yeah, I'm dead on this slate. But, uh, our, I mean, the, uh, the Thursday night game. We're recording this Thursday now. Um, we're only going to be talking about the main slate uh, on Saturday. There is a nice little three gamer on Sunday for Christmas. Uh, wish everybody out there a Merry Christmas. Uh, hopefully, we make some money on Saturday and then uh, can live it up on uh, Christmas. Uh, happy holidays, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Yeah, um, politically correct, Kirkwood. Happy holidays to everybody. Yep. yep. Um, all right, week 16. So obviously we have no Jets Jags right now. We've got no Broncos Rams. Who cares? These are the the three games on Sunday. We got no Packers Dolphins. We've got no Bucks cards. Bobby cannot go down with Tom Brady on this slate. Um, we do have it. This is a crazy slate actually. So we have like a, a top tier of three games as usual. The, and it's basically because of weather, right? Like weather is horrible across the entire U S here. Um, and so, like, any team in a dome is going to get a big uptick. Um, but there's a ton of wind, rain, snow, uh, freezing cold temperatures. The whole whole gamut uh, is, is coming off this weekend. So Seattle KC is the, the top game from a, a total perspective of 49.5 points. KC's 10-point favorites. Um, 
Tyler Lockett's out of this game. So a pretty concentrated passing attack with a little bit of value um, on the Seattle side. And then Casey will talk about what to, to, to do with them. Um, we then have uh, the Vikings home favorite, uh, four points against the Giants, 48-point total. Well, we've just seen what happened. Um, Vikings defense is so bad that they – they're going to, this offense is just going to have to put up points. They're going to be pushed every game. Right. Um, it seems like with this D they just had the the biggest comeback in like the long, I don't know. Is it like of all, all history? I don't know, but uh massive comeback on that slate when uh, Kirk Cousins brought him back over the Colts. And then we have uh, Dallas and they're looking pretty bad. Uh, Dak is playing pretty poorly. Uh, four and a half, four and a half point favorites. Uh, against Philly, who doesn't have Jalen Hurts, we get Garden Minshew back with uh, in our lives. So he's the the cheap play we'll talk about. Um, and uh, forty six and a half point total. And then there's like a tier two of just two games: Detroit at Carolina, uh, forty three and a half point total. And I can't believe tier two includes this game, which is Cincy at New England in some weather with a forty one and a half point total. And I say that in this tier is because the tier three is a bunch of games that are all below 40 points going down to as low as 33. I think the last time I saw it, let me see 32 and a half point total in uh, for the saints at the Browns in Cleveland. Crazy, huh? So yeah, that's our slate. The pricing like lineup construction wise, I don't know if this is a good GPP slate. Like it feels like it's a good GPP slate, but is it? I don't. I don't know. It just it feels crazy because it's like so. We have one like super cheap option at quarterback. We have one really expensive option at quarterback. Both are in play with Minshew at forty eight hundred and Patrick Mahomes at eighty four hundred, and we have a bunch of uh, decent plays. Like a guy like Josh Allen, no one's even even like touched because of that weather, and like that's crazy to me. Um, but uh, then we have like running back. We've got really good high-end plays, but none of that like 5K value that we've been been on throughout the season. Although maybe, maybe we go back to DeAndre Swift. I don't know, maybe. Um, but, uh, you know, so, I mean, we have good, good high ends with like CMC, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, Saquon, Ramondre. And then we've got decent mid-tier with like Tony Pollard, um, Kenneth Walker, Derek McKinnon and uh, so on and so forth. So there's a bunch of options. Then there's some really high-priced wide receivers, uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, and there's like kind of a stacked mid-range. I don't know. So I'm just trying to think like how how are we building lineups here? Like what 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 stands out to you guys? JSU, I'll let you start first. Yeah, so just, you know, like you said, kind of eyeballing this here. I would say the first thing that stands out outside of the weather, because that's all you're going to hear about the whole time is there's a, there's tons of these games that are going to have weather. So winds, it's going to be cold, like almost everywhere. That's fine. They, these players can play in the cold. As long as the winds aren't like egregious, I'm not going to throw too much merit on just it being really cold. I will say Chicago, like Chicago's field when it starts to like, get gross and stuff like that. It, it can get bad, but, um, you know, New Orleans, Cleveland definitely looks like the worst situation just in general. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you don't play Derrick Henry. I think he's by far the best spend up. 
Um, him and then Justin Jefferson at wide receiver. They have to be the two best bend-ups on the slate. Um, your choice on who you want to play. But other than that, I'm not getting you know crazy into the weather outside of that New Orleans-Cleveland game. Like all these other games, I'm just going to look at it like a normal slate. I'm not going to put too much into uh, the cold and, and stuff unless the winds just really pick up or something. So, uh, you know, I think what this Philly-Dallas game is really interesting to me, especially actually without Jalen Hurts. You're going to have Gardner Minshew start. And uh, if Dallas can get a lead on Philly, which I do think they can at home, I think this is one of the more interesting spots because Gardner Minshew, he will make some mistakes, but that man will take chances too. And I want my quarterback taking chances especially if they get down in this Dallas defense, man, they're super talented. But one of the reasons I like Trevor Lawrence last week, they take chances and they give up big plays. Gardner Minshew can make some plays. They can make some big plays, especially when you got guys like AJ Brown and, and Devonte Smith. So I'm interested to see what type of ownership this game gets in general. If people just kind of are scared away from Gardner Minshew if people just think, oh, this game's the nuts and I want to load up on everything. Right now, it looks like he's going to get some ownership, like 10 12%. But at 4800 I kind of think that's kind of low, honestly. And, and the, nice, the nice thing about the game is that you don't – like you have to play Hurts regardless, like because he was like rushing, you know, doing what he did last week, whatever. He's going to – he's always a threat to rush – like a bunch of touchdowns in and uh at least now you don't really have to worry about that so much like you're gonna get you're gonna be able to make the a better stack or feel more comfortable and like you, you a double stack i'm talking more more yeah because you know, hurts can really easy to right you play goddard's back so you got the two tight uh the two wide receivers you could throw quez in if you're playing like million maker formats but you got the two wide receivers and you got the tight end boom simple enough I feel like in higher stakes stuff, Minshew is going to be significantly owned, right? Like the weather's as bad as it is, and then it's the only like real dome game on the slate, pretty much. So I don't know. I don't mind Minshew at forty eight hundred just because the stack's super easy. But I'm just saying, it seems like the ownership will get steamed up as the week kind of progresses. So would you prefer Dak? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I'd still play Minshew, but what I'm saying is, if if you oh, think the I don't think the ownership's going to come in uh, like as low as we think, but we, are we really ever worried about quarterback ownership? Not anyway? really. Yeah. Not, not really. No. And that's the thing. And there's going to, for everybody that's going to play him in higher. So there's going to be other people like saying how they're definitely going to fade him because of all these other elite options. There are like, like Patrick Mahomes. Um, the, the game that's picking up a lot of steam is the Daniel Jones, uh, Kirk cousins, because that's a dome as well. Yeah. So, um, and everyone it's fresh in everybody's head about Minnesota. What, what, you know, what their defense was doing. Which I think, honestly, like, I I don't want Kirk Cousins. I love Justin Jefferson, but I'm not playing Kirk Cousins off that game. I don't want Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is the one that, like, I mean, and the Giants would like nothing more than to just run it and have a slow, nice game. You know, it's. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they will be able to. I think Minnesota gets up, and then I think the Giants have to throw. The problem is, I don't know if it's going to be like a, a shootout, you know what I mean? I'd actually like it the other way. Like, if I thought the Giants could get up on Minnesota, I'd like Kirk Cousins more. 
I, I even if the Giants are up, I don't think it's up by a large enough margin where Kirk Cousins has to go and like hurry up crazy mode like he did last week. You know what I mean? Like that was the extreme what we saw. You know, no, I getting shipped down that. thirty-three is insane at halftime. Like that, you won't see. Who knows if you ever see that again? Like that was insane. You'll like this. I uh, Kirky shipped a rainmaker because of it uh, in that on that three game slate. Um, I had uh, cousins to Dalvin to, to JJ with uh, KJ. No, no, not KJ. I had oh, KJ. Oh. I had two lineups in the elite, and oh, I had K- KJ in the other lineup. I very well could have had KJ, but I didn't have the balls wow. to do a four man stack, four out of five. And you, then I brought. I you did it with Waddle. I had Waddle as the last one. So I so I ran uh, in the Millie Maker. I ran like uh, like fifty lineups in that like twenty or whatever it was, and I was all in on Kirk Cousins. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna run Kirk Kirk stacks. And Saber was giving me we we uh, partnered with Saber over at Run Through Sports. Saber was giving me a bunch of uh, four Vikings and no runbacks, and I'm just like, uh, I can't play like KJ. Cook, Thielen, JJ. Like, I can't play, like, four of these guys and not one Colts guy. So, of course, like a donkey, I, like, X those teams out and played, like, the four ones and stuff. And then looking back, I know Pittman was on a lot of the winners. No, but Pittman was, like, fine. He was, like, just He was fine. fine. But I'm just saying, like, in my head, I was like, there's no way this could work. Well, there was a way it could have been optimal. If you just played, if you play. if you had the 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 Colts defense against against as your that's the thing. Right? I don't think I, I don't think I had the Colts defense on those. So that's why I was like, okay, it's not you know I didn't x out a million dollars. So I was I was like, okay, but in, in the end though, it's more just like on those type of slates, you should just if you're running the opto, one one key, you probably should just trust it sometimes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I hear you. Um, it, that was just a crazy out, like a outlier outcome. Yeah, that I, you might never see that again, like ever. That was um, insane. Something you touched on, though, that is a kind of something I've been thinking about for this slate is like, I don't, you know, this is. I think this is going to be a low scoring week. I mean, obviously, I think most of these games are have incredibly low totals, so. Like I'm almost thinking, like I don't need to have bringbacks this week. If like if there's a situation where I just want to play like a skinny stack and then try to like pick like the individual plays outside of it, maybe mini correlations, but I don't even think you have to. Like I'm fine with that this week. You know what I mean? Like it's like just nail the one really strong connection, maybe one bringback, um, but like don't feel like you have to. Um, so uh, yeah. yeah. So all right, I, I agree. All right. Um, Blitz most plays. That's these and Thor. I always uh, cross check that with uh, Thorman snaps and pace. Um, They're they're all the three same games. So this is where like ownership's going to be in these games, and that's Philly, Dallas, Seattle, KC, and New York Giant Giants at Minnesota. So that's going to be where all our ownership is. It's going to be interesting if we can find some some ways to make that a little bit different, but. what do you want to do? You want to give some thoughts, Bobby, or do you want to uh, start it off at uh, at running back? Oh, we can start it off at running back. All right, we'll start it off at running back. Take it back to QB for our stacks with the wide receiver, tight end. Bobby's got his defense. He's he's all excited to to give out this week, and 
we, you know, I think we gave Detroit defense last week, and that was good. They had a pick six. Yeah, we gave Detroit D. I, I feel like we were all pretty much on them, right? So that's two weeks in a row. Cleveland and then the Lions. We're not going to throw the we're not going to throw the challenge flag or anything. It's, it, I'm, I don't remember which one of you guys said Detroit D first, but the the key uh, is, is that no, we all the, no. The key is is that we no, all liked it. And let's this move is on. some bullshit. Bobby knows which one of us said. I don't, I don't recall. I don't recall. Bob, don't you dare lie to the people that are listening to this show. Who called the Detroit Lions D? Don't make me say it. I think it was. I know who called it. Did I call that? Did I call it? I think I called it. Gee, you guys are such bullshitters. I called that freaking D. No one was on the Detroit Lions D. But this is the best part. Kirkwood, I'm on the Up the Lock show uh, that we run over there from 1130 to 1. Bobby texted me like during it. And he's like, hey, what defenses are you on? (laughs) Just like text me like, what do you? I'm like. (laughs) Oh I'm no! Like, Dude, and, I literally and, gave my favorite defense on the Tourney Takes pod, and then you copied me and gave it out as well. And then Kirkwood was like, "Screw it, let's just ride with the Detroit Lions D or or whatever and, you said." And so. you Good got defense. the receipt. And he sent you a text, so you could show the receipt for that too. Yeah, I asked him did. what five defenses he was using in MME. I didn't specifically ask for the Lions, but you knew my favorite defense. I knew you liked the Lions. I yeah. yeah. We all like Lions. Who is my who is my uh, Lions were one. I think I had Denver like three. I can't remember who my other uh my other defenses were, but all that mattered was a lot. I had the Patriots in there. I, that was the defense you gave Kirkwood. It was the Patriots. Oh dude, that game was great. What what a play at the end of the game. Unreal. Yeah, uh, that's another thing you might never see again. Oh my god. Um, all right, running back position. We've got the high, the the chalkiest players going to be the, are also the most expensive right now because we have some really good running backs in some really good spots. So Christian McCaffrey is leading the way at eighty eight hundred. Um, he's playing Washington now. Washington's a pretty good uh, run defense. They're fourth in DVOA against the run. They're a little bit more uh, susceptible to be ha- had in the past. Um, but it's all about usage with this guy. The usage has been insane. Um, he's had at least 28 fantasy points in each of his last three games, uh, 26 rushes plus eight targets just in his last game versus the Seahawks. Um, I mean, like I said, it's just insane usage. Um, he's got really no competition since Elijah, uh, Mitchell went down and, uh, over the the last three games, 80% of the team's red zone carries. 24% 24% target share, which is absolutely elite. Whenever you see north of 20% target share on a running back, it's like, yep, let's go. I mean, that's where that's how you rack up those PPR points on DraftKings. Um, so that's absolutely elite. Um, Washington has been a little bit um, worse lately in this like last uh, four or five games, um, letting up explosive run plays. So um, he's a great play. I, I got nothing wrong to, to say about him. They're at home. Uh, favored. Um, yeah, let's go. Derek Henry, um, again, you know, came, came through for us last week. Um, took a little bit to get there, but came through. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Herbert, it just, what is the deal with her? Like I, he, he gets me every time. Like, uh, it's like, it takes him until like the last drive of the fourth quarter to like show like what he can do. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, if he, if they just played hurry up, 
like that, like all game with all their weapons and just utilized his weapons, they he would he would smash. I, I don't get it. it it's mind blowing. I think well, Staley, I think Staley is a fish attack. coach. Well, we all thought they were going to attack the Tennessee Titans through the air because we all saw they've just been getting killed through the air and they're stout normally against the run. And what does Staley do? Nope, we're going to establish it right up the middle. He's we're such a fake card. It's ridiculous. So, I mean, that was one of the things. And then once they got up, it was just like, you know, Tennessee put up a little bit, but it was just a weird game. And Herbert, yeah, he's gotten me all year. I got to. I gotta just put the the X button on Justin Herbert for a little bit. Um, uh, so Derrick Henry, uh, this time gets the matchup of all matchups against Houston, who man has been fighting hard these last couple games. Um, but this twenty fourth DVOA versus the run, Houston the Texans allow the most uh, fantasy points per game to running backs, thirty one point six DK points per game. They've allowed the most rushing TDs, and that's. Uh, the highest by uh, three touchdowns. They've allowed 17 touchdowns on the season. Um, they've allowed the most total rushing yards. So they are the best matchup. Um, everyone's spitting off these Derrick Henry uh, BVP stats left and right about how he smashes the Texans, and he does. Uh, since 2019, he's averaged 32 um, fantasy points and 195 rushing yards averaged, and that's in a five-game sample versus Houston. Um Houston also uh, second most yards after contact allowed, plus the most missed tackles allowed. Just sounds like the like what is what does uh, Derrick Henry do? Well, he gets uh, yards after contact, and you can't tackle that guy, and he creates a ton of missed tackles. Like so, this just lines up perfectly. Like he unless he gets hurt or something, um, I don't see how he just doesn't smash. But who knows? It's the NFL. Crazy stuff happens. You guys then, remember this game the last time they played, right? He went. You guys remember the, the game? Not really. This is the, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a quick uh, flashback to it. This was the game that Malik Willis, I think it was Malik Willis's first game starting, and they went out there and gave Derrick yep. Henry 32 rushing attempts, and Malik Willis threw the ball 10 times. 10 Total passing attempts for a starting QB. Think about that. Ten times. And they just ran the ball almost every single play. I remember Vrabel gave him the game ball. Houston knew, like they knew what was happening, and they still just couldn't stop it. It was incredible what they just kept doing to him. We're going to see it again. We're going to see Derrick Henry get 25 to 30 rushing attempts. Yeah, he got 32 rushing attempts in that. 32 rushing attempts in that game. Yeah, you'll see it again. You'll see friggin' 25 to 30 again. Here. And last year at the end of the season, week 17 against Houston, he had 34 rushing attempts and 250 yards and uh, two TDs. And this is a big game because Jacksonville's about to win this game against uh, the Jets, and that would technically put them, like, kind of tied record-wise. So to Tennessee needs to, you know, stay up. They're right now in the playoffs. They're winning the division, I think, but – Jacksonville's nipping at them, so this is a big game. They need to so win. So, how do we rank CMC and Henry? What would be? I think I put it Henry CMC, but they're both really good spends. Uh, I, don't I know. think. See, I think it's the other way around. I like CMC. Okay. And Henry, eighty-nine percent of the snaps for CMC. Kirky hit on it. Twenty-eight fantasy points last four games. 
Well, I think from a touch standpoint, you can't argue either of these guys. Yeah, twenty four. Like you literally can't argue. That's, that's absolutely incredible. I I think you can fit both these guys in your lineups just the way it kind of looks like. That's kind of how construction is going to go in tournaments. That's um, optim- That's what's being spit out in optim- optimals right yeah. now. So, I don't know. I think it differentiate like. I feel like we have to get different other spots, but they're definitely the two running backs I would have the most interest in. Um, do we like Dalvin Cook at all? Yeah, so he's the next guy I've got written down. So, yes, we I do. I mean, first of all, he went ham in that last game. He looked looked uh, looked to be back. Uh, New York Giants is a, as good as a matchup you can get, 31st DVOA versus the run. Um, you know, he just had the 28 fantasy point game against the Colts, 17 rushes, four targets. Um, Giants along the third – uh, most rushing yards, um, six weeks, 10. Uh, they have been dead last in explosive runs. So, yeah, let's go. The one thing with Cook is last week he had a 68-yard touchdown run, and he wasn't over. It was like the fourth quarter, and he was he wasn't, he wasn't was over. He was at like 84 rushing yards. So he was basically just getting like, I don't know. I, he, came, I, he came from the dead, and Kirky's Rainmaker came from the dead. His lineup, <laughs> and it was a beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. Uh, I, so I did like Dalvin earlier in the week. The only thing that's scaring me a little is I don't like Dalvin if he's going to be like over twenty percent. Like that seems, yeah, a little much for Dalvin Cook. Like I agree, it's a good matchup. I liked him. I thought it was a good spot, but man. I feel like he's a like super Bobby easy said, could I just, Should I just like find the money to get CMC and Henry in my builds? Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe. And then uh, Justin Jefferson. Do I play them both? Probably no. not in the same team. So I'm not probably on this slate. One. Yeah. So man, it's. I know the pricing is different. Obviously, you're talking ninety three to seventy two, but. It's tough. I, I will say it, it's tough. I, I don't know how much Dalvin I'll have. I, I want to see how the ownership definitely shakes out. But to me right now, if Dalvin and Justin Jefferson are going to be similar ownership, I don't know how I don't just go Justin Jefferson. I'm with you. I, I, you can definitely get a JJ. He's leveraged off of Dalvin. 20% for Dalvin. I don't know, man. I, I just be – seems like the easiest fade at the running back position in that situation. Oh, I disagree. I see if, if you just look at the matchup, Him and like Saquon, the, like the I playoff like implications for this game. I know we were talking about a, a, a before the show. It just feel like they could just lean on on Dalvin in this game, unless they, they get behind. Unless they if, Jefferson. The, the if, it, if, that, if they get behind, like it's JJ all day. I think Dalvin's. I think Dalvin's like getting dusty. Oh no, you missed some good plays then last week. I want it was the end of the game. He had a 68 yard run. Then I looked at how many, what his yardage was. He had he, a massive reception. 84 too. yards. Yeah, he looked great on the ground. The touchdown after was the on the reception. Oh, was it on the reception? Yeah, yeah it was on the reception. Yeah. Yep. I mean, um, I, I watched that game. He looked good to me. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Kirky. Uh-oh. 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 Kirky frozen? We got Kirky's face frozen. I can hear you that, guys. I'm face. frozen. There we yeah, go. Yeah, frozen. It's nice. 
Saquon, oh, seventy nine hundred. Give a little wave, Kirkwood. Give a little wave. Hope, every, I hope everybody enjoyed that and enjoyed it. Um, yeah, Saquon's there. Saquon's there on the other side of that game. Um, and then there's Ramondre. I love Ramondre. I've gotten away with fading Saquon all year. I'm going to continue to likely fade Saquon, even though that might not be the with how bad this Minnesota defense is. And if people are actually going to play Daniel Jones, you might want to get to some Saquon. But at 7,900, I feel like I'd just like to pay up to Henry, get to McCaffrey if I could. Maybe contrarian-wise, like that's a way to be different is to play some Saquon because I think those guys are going to gain a ton more ownership. But I don't know. I don't feel like I love Saquon. I think I'd rather play uh, Ramondre, 7,100. Ramondre gets all the touches in the New England offense. I don't mind going to him. Well, we, we, said on the show, we said on the show, should we just jam Ramondre in everywhere last week because no one wanted to play him? Yeah. yeah. We should. He's Q-tagged. What's the situation with the, the – it's, it's the same nothing, thing. Right? It, yeah, it's it, the same it, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just whether Harris comes back or not. Yeah. And how much usage he, he steals. Yeah, I, I feel like you didn't Ramondre, have to worry about Harris last week, but yeah, Ramondre at seventy one hundred, I'd be interested in getting to. I I you know, I'm I'm okay not getting any of these guys outside of the top two, so but I think that's, that's what it comes I think that's, to. I'm with you in that. In the, that's, like, that's what it comes to. That's what it comes to. Like, I'll just run down the list after those guys, though. Like, Tony Pollard at 7K, no. Joe Mixon, uh-uh, 6,900. Kamara, oh, God. It's, the like, one of the best matchups in all of football. Like, this match, Cleveland and Houston. Yeah, but nasty the weather. The weather really is just gross. It's just scaring me away. Stacked boxes. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna play David Montgomery, Kirkwood's boy. I'll leave him to uh, Kirkwood. Now that's a mistake. Now that's a big mistake right there. Uh, Kenneth Walker, back. he's injured. I don't know what the heck they they're saying he's gonna play on Saturday, but he didn't practice uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I think so. I think he had a limited today. Um, let me see. Oh, did he? I thought he didn't practice today. I think I read that Chiefs have been running. good against the runs. So, uh, Let me pull it up. I'm fine with it anyways because I like Gino a little bit more anyways. Uh, so probably not on him. Miles Sanders and Elliott. I'm not playing Elliott with Tony Pollard and him truly just like splitting those carries and stuff like that. I just can't play either of them right now. You know, Elliott's still getting 15, 16, 17 type, uh, you know, rushing attempts. But Tony Pollard's being worked in a ton too. You know what I mean? He's getting between 10 and uh, I think he had 19 against Jacksonville. So they're running the ball a ton. But uh, I'm staying away from the Dallas backfield. Jarrett McKinnon, I'm sick of liking this guy but not playing him because I think that it's Pacheco could bust out this week and steal from McKinnon. I just got to start playing McKinnon. He's a good play. They want him in there. I'm going to play some. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, I don't mind. He's still not healthy, though, which is weird. But an unhealthy J.K. Dobbins has, on 15 and 13 rushing attempts, ran for 120 and 125 yards the last two weeks. So uh, 5,800 against Atlanta at home. I could take a shot on J.K. Dobbins for sure. And... uh, I mean, that's 
Tyler Algier, I don't know about Tyler Algier. I might, I'm not going to probably did, play Did him. you mention Miles Sanders? I did not mention Miles Sanders. I think if I don't play Gardner Minshew, I could play some Miles Sanders, but I don't I think I'm going to play some Gardner Minshew. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you talk about him. It's just it's just so he's got like the coach speak behind him how they didn't like feed him at all. He also got completely vultured by Jalen Hurts, which he doesn't have to worry about. Yeah. And so like this is it just in Dallas is, you know, good D for sure, but like they're definitely getting injured and withered down. Um, and we've seen how, how they've been playing. So I got a question, Kirkwood. Do you think yeah. they play do you think they play from a lead, Philly? I don't really know. I don't know what we're gonna I don't know which I, think I just know. I, I, I just want to play it all ways. You should like Miles Sanders, Bob. I like Sanders. I think he's a good leverage play off of Minshew, uh, especially like you hit on it, Kirky. They Hurts is what's killing Sanders. Sanders looks good, so at sixty two hundred, I would have no issue getting to him. There's all another right, guy down there. In the pool. There's another guy down there, Deontay Foreman, first Detroit. Everyone wanted to play Knight versus Detroit. The Jets running back last week as chalk. Detroit's Rundy. Hadn't been good all season, but the last five or six games, they've kind of stepped it up. I think that if everyone was willing to play him, I know Detroit's run D has been better, and they're showing it's it's they're like they've been really good. But I still think you can play some for him in a fifty three hundred. You're not there, JSU. No, I don't like this Detroit defense is is legit, man. They've been good. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson looks like a beast. He's been better against the run too. Um, and they were worried about him against the run to come in. I'm playing he was some just solely a pass rusher. I would not touch some Foreman here. I, I definitely don't like Foreman. You need some savings though, right? Like, where else are you getting savings? You're just playing Henry. We, we've only talked to. I didn't say only. I gave out. First of all, I'm a very condensed player. I gave out J.K. Dobbins, Jarek McKinnon. And you guys talked me into a little Miles Sanders, maybe if I don't play Minshew. I because want everybody running backs. That's I want everybody running backs right there, Bob. How many running backs do you want me to play? That's true. Five or six. Well, you, yeah. can add, you can add Foreman. I want oh. to make sure the people I want to make sure that people thank JSU and maybe even Bobby a little bit for uh putting uh Dario Ngumbawale in their lineups. Oh god. Yeah. You could thank me for it. I JSU, I, I'll give that one to JSU. He was on Dare, but he also got me on the Lions D. He might have got me on the Lions D. All, All right. right. So now that someone brings up Dare, now I'm going to play some Dare. Bobby will finally admit that I was on the Lions D and Rashid Shaheed. Trevor Lawrence, yep, yep. Keep going, keep listening. But yes, I did get Dari. Malcolm Brogdon the other night, and well, Dari was the reason call. why I didn't ship everything because I played him on all my main teams. So uh, trust me, I am as upset as anyone else who played him. But what are you gonna crazy do? Crazy run out. The way that game ran out too is crazy. Um, it was weird. Like he started and he was the early down running back, but like they didn't give him any pass work. And then Royce Freeman started taking some work away from him later in the game. It was just yeah, weird. Like I know I, I didn't I didn't even realize Royce was on the team until that. Yeah, it was weird uh, how it ran out. But all right, so I think that's a good pool of running backs. But we'll be so now we're heading over to QB. But what we should probably touch on quickly is just like, and I say this every time that this is a thing. Like 
I'm so sick of weather. Like I never get weather right ever. And like, I always wait it too much and I always get a little too scared right before with these guys. And then they end up smashing and I took them out of my lineup, you know, and I, I want to like be stronger, but we should, we should at least touch on which games are going to have the worst weather. Um, so, you know, Houston, Tennessee is supposed to be cold um, temper. You know, this is all via Kevin Roth and you should look that up on Roto grinders. If you're not um, getting his weather report, but uh, 20 degrees with light winds, no precipitation. So yeah, it's, Winter football, you know, it's it's uh, doesn't seem too bad though. The game that's supposed to be really bad is the the New Orleans Cleveland snow pregame or early game temps in the teens. Um, least of the those are the least of the concerns. We're talking twenty five to thirty mile per hour sustained winds, wind gusts forty to fifty miles per hour. Deep passes and field goals are going to be very very difficult. Um, so that's, I, I I mean that's concerning. Um, Buffalo, Chicago is going to be bad too. Um, a lot of wind in that game, sustained winds around 20 mile per hour, gusts at 35. Um, and it's going to be extremely cold and it's going to feel extremely cold. Um, and then from there, he kind of did his baseball rankings. He's got a bunch of yellow for the other games and that's more for, for cold. So I don't think there's any really, those are the key games are New Orleans, Cleveland looks the worst Buffalo, Chicago, um, is is the other really bad one and then the other stuff is just you know it's winter football but um are you guys i i don't really care about this new orleans cleveland game anyway so it's no skin off my back is the way i feel like i can avoid that one pretty easily um buffalo chicago is kind of interesting because we're talking about quarterbacks and we'll, we'll talk about the highest on plays but Josh Allen is going to have low ownership this week. Weather-related um, in Chicago, great matchup. So it's, you know, everyone's going to want Mahomes, who's going to pay up. So it's just going to leave like 85, like people are just not going to get a bunch of Josh Allen. So obviously I'm interested in Josh Allen. But other than that, um, it's going to be Kirk Cousins. Everyone's going to be playing because, you know, it's in the Dome against the Giants. Um, that Daniel Jones is going to be chalky. Mahomes is kind of like that high-end guy. It's, he's not going to be too chalky, but um, again, we don't really care about ownership for quarterback as long as it's not too high, and I don't think we're in that position. Mahomes, Minshew, Geno Smith, Dak, those are kind of the, the most owned guys here. But, like, I don't know. Are you – is weather shaping the way you guys are building lineups? Like if people are going to be scared off of Geno and Mahomes because the weather, it's Roth saying gusts, the wind gusts aren't going to be like that great. I want to get to that game a little bit. Um, and then Minshew, obviously they're in a dome. I, I feel like, like you said, everyone kind of takes in a, a weather into account. And this is why people are going to look at Daniel Jones. They're going to look at Kirk Cousins and they're going to see Minshew at 4,800 and he's going to get steamed up. Um it's more for higher stakes, like $20. You don't have to worry about it. But in higher stakes, I could see him seeing her being around 18 to 20% in terms of ownership, maybe a little more. Was that a fair thing? Yeah. I, I love that game too, Bob. So I'm with you. I think the KC Seattle game is a good game to, uh, uh, for quarterbacks. Uh, I like Gino a ton. 
I don't, I don't know if I'll spend up at quarterback, but if Mahomes is really going to get no ownership, he'd be fine in tournaments too. Uh, Travis Kelsey literally has like the nut matchup, so you could just pair him with him and McKinnon, who've been so good. But I don't know. That, I don't know. That if easy to pay eighty four hundred and then pay? Uh, Not that easy. No, but pay eight k. Nut matchup. Yeah, saying it's the nut matchup. Yeah, matchup. So if you want to play an unowned Mahomes, there's a reason why though he's going to be unowned because people. Like the there's not obvious value plays, so it, it's harder. This is one of the reasons why you'll see these guys like Mahomes and Allen. Kirkwood saying it's crazy that they're not going to get ownership, or Allen's not going to get ownership. But like, there's a reason. Like it's the slate. There's no obvious chop. There's no Zonovan Knights for these uh these donkey projection guys to just <laughs> click on and play. Like they don't they don't have them, so they don't know what to do, and. They're not just gonna pull out some dude like some some like thirty five hundred guy that like maybe maybe not could could catch a bomb like they're not gonna do that so they're just gonna play it safe these safe floor guys and that's how you can take advantage I love these type of slates for tournaments too I, I think they're like the best tournament slates too when there's not the obvious chalk plays that these guys can just click on I'm sure they gotta actually think a little bit. I'm surprised I'm not seeing any Marquise Goodwin like hitting some stuff just because I hope he doesn't hit. I hope he doesn't because I'm playing if Gino to Marquise get these two stud running backs in your builds, that's the way to go. I, I like the that. I like the the Seattle KC game for quarterbacks and I like the the Dallas game. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm probably gonna spend down at quarterback and so it'll lead me to mainly Gino and Gardner Minshew. But I think those are the games that I'm going to focus on from the quarterback standpoint. He, I don't want to overcomplicate uh, it. Goodwin's questionable, too. He's Q-tag, too? Yeah. Wow. Um, he would have been a nice play. Yeah, he still may be. but I um, think he's going to play, honestly. But um, Gino, one, Gino looks one not, significantly. I just want to touch on one running back I forgot because I said I mentioned before. DeAndre Swift, they're, they're pulling me back in. Eight carries, nine targets last week. They against the Jets. Tough, you know, good game it was, but tough matchup. Um, they they talked about that uh, he was injured and that was and that he's doing better now and that was a reason why they were limiting him some. So I don't know. That's all I needed to hear. So if I'm looking, if I need a cheap running back like 5,500, that's going to be my my guy, DeAndre. Is Smith. this man always injured? Like, yes. uh, holy crap, is he always injured? I, it's insane. Yep. I, mean, I, I got no argument against that. But, I, but yeah, I mean, 5,500, if you think he's going to play more, yeah, can argue with it. Give me targets. All right. Um, so, who, who's, so who, who's your favorite in that, that top tier? Are, I, I know you said you like the Seattle game. So are you going Gino? Is that your guy? Yeah, Gino and Minshew are definitely going to be the, my two guys I have the most exposure to. Um, and like I said, like other quarterbacks, I'm probably just going to target those games for quarterbacks. So those are the four quarterbacks that I would play. Um, but Gino and Minshew, I think as of now, are the two guys I'm going to be most overweight on. Not going to play Fields or Allen in that game. Not going to play Kirk Cousins uh, if he's going to be somewhat popular like that. Um, 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Deshaun, no way. Daniel Jones, uh, with with getting ownership, no thank you. Uh, Well, uh, so I always say you can't play these country club kids, but and like that—that's Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones. But like, I want to play Daniel Jones. I was looking at it today. So Minnesota is just awful, right? Their defense. But like, I wanted to play him too, Kirkwood. If he wasn't going to be like owned, I thought he was going to be unowned. It's just the rushing upside that he has. In theory, you know, he's what's his points upside though? 30. When have we seen 30? Uh, week 11. Outside of week 11, I'm just week, trying to. I week, feel like we don't week see seven hit ceilings as much as maybe he does. I guess I, I don't know. I feel like he never hits a ceiling. So it's like right. he like hits a lot of he hits a lot more floors. He hits a lot yeah. more floors. Yeah, the problem is with him. You need a situation where, like, Saquon's not getting it done. They get, like, you need him to run. Uh, it, it, it can happen. He can get a, a big score. It's just we don't see it as much. I'm with I'm I'm with JSU on the Minshew um, Gino call. Those would probably be my two favorite. Tyler Huntley sitting there at 5,300. Everyone played him last week. He looked awful. But now he gets Atlanta. They don't rush the passer. There's more time there. I like Andrews. Always like Andrews. Feel like that's his only uh, target. So he would be the third um, QB for me in that pool. I think you'd make a case for Mahomes. Obviously, he's Mahomes. Great matchup. Tough to stack him with Kelsey because of the price and then the price of the running back position. But it is a differentiated construction. So I think those four are the most interesting for me. Yeah, the, the answer is always Mahomes. It's like, I know it's tough to fit him, but like, so then you're going to have to like, maybe you play him with McKinnon, maybe you play him with Juju, maybe it's finally a Juju week, but um, they're just a passing offense. So, I mean, he had 35 fantasy points last week. He's first in passing yards, first in passing touchdowns by like a wide margin, and he does that on a lot less attempts. Um, I mean, he's, he's just ridiculous. 
It's just the problem is is figuring out who who the heck to pair them with. And the pricing and the running back prices because it's the CMC and Henry is just like. That's why I'm going to pay down, I think. I just got to. I got to get some of these studs in my team. I mean, Minshew is is walking into like an inc- incredible setup. Like, you know, I mean, he's just got a team with like ridiculous offensive weapons now. Right? I think you're right about that. T- I think Minshew's going to. It's so tough because everyone's going to see the same thing. Like it's it's it seems like you just play Minshew and move on. Minshew or Gino? Should we play Minshew in the Dallas defense? <laughs> like the Indy? Indy? Yeah. That that was that would have been optimal, right? Correct on the three gamer. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember Bobby having a conversation with me about this like a couple years ago. He was like stacking the, or was it the same defense? Team? It was, no, it was, so DC, and it was like a $1,500 uh, millionaire maker. I think he finished in fifth. This was like four years ago. And literally like CMC, you could have played him a, at the time. CMC was crushing. Like it was just a low price defense at like 2100 going against Kyle Allen they like picked six Kyle Allen and then CMC had like a day so it was just like you, you could have made a case at that point to play like the low dollar defenses versus CMC. oh all, low dollar always regardless yeah um yeah Gene, da- I well, mean, that's why I said it Cowboys are 2600 Dak stinks but I, I, I'll probably go Cowboys back to Dak. I think you could play the Cowboys and Minshew why not like Cowboys get turnovers I think you can too, actually. I'd like it better if it was a three gamer and there wasn't. So yeah, no, this is like right? only like millie maker type play, but I feel like it'd be better on a three game slate. But like, I I could see, I wouldn't be afraid to play them. Just they pick they pick six and ones. It's you're in a good spot. Yep. So my choices are all. It's going to be between Cousins, Minshew, Jones, Mahomes. Dak Prescott, Geno Smith, maybe Joe Burrow. We didn't anyone interest. I, I know we're playing the he's playing the Patriots, but I'm not worried about the Pats anymore. Yeah, I'm not either. I think Burrow's in play. I liked Burrow a ton last week. Uh, the, even the Patriots are just in shambles, so I have no issue going to Burrow, going to Chase, going to T Higgins, Mixon. I probably have my qualms with because he's just absolutely he never gets it done for me, but. I think you can always get to Joe Burrow. All right. Um, any out there plays you guys have, or are you guys kind of keeping it keeping it tight? I think I mean, Huntley. I'm, I'm keeping for it me, tight. For me, Huntley's probably the most out there play. You're, you're, you're going. You're going. Like they, all week, they thought it was going to be Lamar, and then today, boom! It's uh, Lamar's not playing. He's out. Yeah. Huntley does not look good to me. He, he didn't look good. Tom week. Brady's not on the slate, so we got to play Tyler Huntley. I, that isn't true. Like, if you I, combine them, they're probably really be, be a probably really good player. <laughs> um, oh, Atlanta God. defense, they're not. She, yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta Shushu, I, which was crazy to me is the I'm not, show right, we I'll were talking Minchu, about. I'll play Minshew and Gino. That's it. The NFC South there is still go, up for grabs, and like they, every team in there stinks. Tampa's six and Atlanta's eight. Atlanta's going to run the, the football top. like forty times. Baltimore's going to want. This is not a game where I think outside of running backs, you want anyone else. It's a good point. 
All right, let's move it over to a wide receiver. Um, the the cream of the crop, the top, Justin Jefferson, 9,300, expensive to get there. You're going to have to make your – like, I don't think uh, – let me just even see. I don't even think it's possible to play him with uh, CMC and Derrick Henry. Let's see if – It is according to Saber, I will say. I'm looking at it now. Oh, yeah, you got to have all the Giants – the Giants value, which is going to be, yeah, that's probably going to be the cash route this week, huh? Um, yeah, but like other than that, in Minshew, you can make that happen. So it's going to have to be Jones or Minshew to make that work. And you're going to have to eat this chalky New York Giants wide receivers, Richie James, Hodgins, Isaiah Hodgins. I mean, it's. Man, Gunn was like the biggest Isaiah Hodgins fan. Every time he scores, he sends a sends a tweet. He's, I mean, I, I played him last showdown. He's not bad. He's not I mean, bad, right? Well, it's. I mean, yeah, he is bad though. He's just everybody's bad on that team. Um. All right, so Justin Jefferson. There's nothing bad to say. Good matchup. Twenty fourth against the pass are the Giants. Um, he, I was looking today, he has six games with at least 130 rec- receiving yards. He's first in targets, 158 targets on the season. He's first in receptions. Um, he is first in receiving yards. He's in first in yard after catch. The only thing he's not in first in, he's in sixth is touchdowns, but he's first in, in red zone targets. So it's like, I feel like he's run bad with touchdowns and there's like even more upside for this beast. So uh, he's expensive. You got to pay for it. And this game, I'm telling you, this game could just be a slow. Everyone wants to play this game, but this could be Saquon versus Dalvin Cook. I'm telling you. When they're favorites, it's usually Jefferson. Like everyone would think it would be Dalvin, but it's usually Jefferson that's having the big games in that situation. But let me point you to 31st DVOA versus the run, the Giants. Okay. No, I'm, I'm not. I. I'd, I'd prefer Jefferson, but I guess I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, that's an, that's a possible – this game could run out that way and leave a lot of people upset. Um, I get it. Jefferson's the man. This game could also play good. You know, like, they, they could bust out to a lead, and you gotta you got to hope Daniel Jones can keep this team in it. Um, and they're the, 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 the pass catchers on the Giants are cheap. Um, so I, I get it. It makes sense. But other than that, we got Tyler Lockett out. DK Metcalf is going to sh- shoot up to the top of the list for a lot of people. 7,100 at KC. Um, you know, he's he, his numbers looked pretty good to me today. Like he, he's definitely had a disappointing season, um, at least to me in my eyes. But he's got a 26% target share, which is good. He's top 10 in air yards. He's second in red zone targets. So I'm like, the opportunity is there for him and has always been there this season. Um, and now you just get a more condensed version. Yes, he'll get a lot more attention. Um, you know, it probably helps him more to have someone like Lockett out there with him. But, you know, this guy's a beast. Um, other than that, the guys that are going to be are DJ Moore at 5,500 versus Detroit. That's more of a salary play. And it's also, you know, he's been – Pretty good with Sam Darnold. Two of three solid games with Darnold. Um, only problem is Darnold isn't throwing a lot. Uh, very, it's almost like a, a Mariota situation, you know, with the the way that they're they're playing. 
Um, but he's got a high target share, high air yard share, um, high uh, end zone target share. Like, so all the number, the opportunity numbers all look really good for him. So, um, you know, he's in play and he, he, how did he, I feel like he did pretty well last week. I don't remember off the top of my head and he, he wasn't all, yeah, he went from being chalk where he completely busted against Seattle with under one fantasy points to nobody played him. And he, uh, put up 18 against Pitt in like a great matchup. Like we should have been all over DJ Moore last week, all of us. No. I mean, he was fine. My boy Rashid Shahid put up the same number for 30. Yeah, that's so. true. That's true. Uh, yeah, no, he's fine. Uh, only because, uh, only only because my, that's only because Keith Kirkwood, Keith Kirkwood's not out there. You know, that's, that's the problem. <laughs> What'd you say, Bobby? How many how many Rashid laps? Detroit Lions. We're gonna just take all the laps on the show, huh? I mean, fucking God, Bobby. You know what? You can have your week. <laughs> Give me a call like that, all right? When no one's on it. Well, no, I like the Shahid call. Shahid call is legit. I'm with you. Terry McLaurin's gonna be popular. Sixty-two hundred. Uh, the only problem there. Is, well, there's a couple of problems. There's Taylor Heineke could be a problem, but. Does definitely key in on uh, him. So also he's got emerging threats now with Dodson back is looking better. And what and this 49ers defense is like an all-time defense. They're ridiculous. Yeah, I don't so. want to mess with their defense, but one dude who has been good, honestly, if Terry McLaurin's gonna be popular. I mean, this Jahan Dodson's 3900. He's looked good too. what uh, what's his ownership looking like? Is he gonna be high? I got him uh, between uh, six and eight percent. I mean, that's not bad, especially if Terry's going to get all the love in that game. It's a bad man. Like I don't like picking on San Francisco, but if I'm going to do it, I'll do it with the cheap dude that you know isn't going to get as much love or play. That's who I like. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna play a little Dotson. They're gonna play What's from behind. Uh, I like it. Um. Uh, all right. Um, What's who Dotson's else? Price? Juju. He's uh, thirty nine hundred, I think. That's yeah, he's thirty nine hundred. But he's also potentially the number three. I mean, it's Curtis Samuel, McLaurin, and Dotson. So you know, things gonna have to go your way. But he's look good, man. Like yeah, no, no he's doubt. Real good. He, he awesome. McLaurin and targets last week. Yeah. Twenty three fantasy points yeah. against the Giants. Um, are you gonna go back to Shahid? No, you can't go back in the in the, the weather uh, game the scares weather, the yeah. crap out of it. Olave's out though, huh? So yeah. Wonder what they do. Like, is it just a Taysom game? Do they just pound Taysom? Yeah. Save Kamara a little bit, pound Taysom. Kamara might be tough to tackle in that in that weather. Madden trying to tackle Kamara with slippery like that. God, I wish Taysom was cheaper on FanDuel. I feel like it's going to be harder in that weather to tackle Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to stink tackling any of those dudes like Taysom and Derrick Henry. Big boys. It's tough in general. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen may just yeah. run ridiculous. That's what I think is going to happen in that Buffalo Chicago game. Those two quarterbacks are just that game's going to be a mess. There's going to be people running, slipping all over the place. Um, all right, Ceedee Lamb, seventy-five hundred against Philly. 
um, just an, an elite target share, elite uh, top end receiver. Juju, fifty eight hundred in the KC Seattle game. Juju disappointed last week. Oh no, he didn't. He actually did better, and he must have come on in the second half. Seventeen fantasy points. That's not so bad. Ten targets, ten receptions. Did He's better just than a I guy thought. I never play. I don't know about you guys. He, I, I never play this guy. 10 targets, 11, like 10 for 88, nine, nine for 74. Like that's what you get with Juju. But if he gets in the end zone, he's going to be, you know, he could be on a winner. It's just, he needs to get in the end zone for that, like upside in tournaments, but like 17 is fine, I guess. 5,800. What about, uh, all right. So let's talk about the, the cheap, the cheap, cheap giants guys, Richie James, Darius Slayton. Isaiah Hodgins. So Richie James, 3,900. Isaiah Hodgins, 4,100. Um, Darius Slayton's 5,200. So that's, I mean, that's, that's where the, the these uh, projection, projection slaves are all going to be headed this week. Chance, you have the pivot, Dotson. 3,900. Yeah. Like, if you make me choose one, though, I'll definitely choose Richie James. He's good, man. You want to say no one is good? He's good. He made some big catches for them uh, last game, like big third down catches where they needed a first down. Like he, he he's good. I like Richie James. Marquis oh. good. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Marquis Goodwin or Hodgins for you? Marquis Goodwin. Me too. If he plays, uh, yeah, Marquis Goodwin for sure. I got. If I he got doesn't my... play, Bobby, they're gonna you're gonna be able to play a three K dude. Yeah, it's gonna be like. Uh, what's it's his gonna name? Be, uh, it's, it's gonna Penny do, Hart and uh, young, young, young kid. Yeah, young and, and Penny Hart. Hart. Yeah. You know who's shooting up the list of targets, getting his opportunity? Rookie, ridiculously talented, Drake the Snake. Bobby knows I recommend him every Grinders Live Sunday. <laughs> He's been uh, good. Drake man. London. He's been good. Yeah. Against Baltimore. I'm not, I'm not I mean, scared of Baltimore. He did get pepper last two games. Yeah. 4,800 is a good price. Yeah, it is. With Ritter in there. He's now. been there all year. but I'll tell you who I'm not playing. I'm not playing Gallup. I, I just can't do it anymore. This um, is the week, yeah. too. It'll, it'll I, fucking happen. Where you just I know it's going to happen. Yeah, of course. I'm, not, I, I'm with you, though. I, I can't play him either. I think Gallup's the better Dallas receiver. Like, for the price, right? Like CD 7,500 within this construction, you can't pay that. So I think I'd be more inclined to get the Gallup. I know the, the, the receiver him. spot is definitely where all the value is coming this week. What's Gallup? Like all right. the value is coming from receiver. Gallup's cheap. He's 4,200. Yeah, I can play Gallup. I mean, maybe I could play Gallup. Oh God! I... What about what about Demarcus Robinson? Then I looked at him, Bob. Yeah, but it's just a matter of construction and the opportunity he's going to get in a dome. I know. The majority of the slates in a blizzard. Would you say Demarcus Robinson? Yeah, du- Duvernay's gone now, so they they signed Sammy Watkins, but. Yeah, but Tyler Huntley's their quarterback. If it was, yeah, if exactly. it was if, Lamar, if they had a if they had a quarterback who could throw. I'm not going to go crazy on Lamar, but yeah, I mean. If it, Lamar had just been targeting Robinson before he left, and then if you remove 
Duvernay, I feel like, but now Lamar's not playing, so I feel like T. Higgins is gonna put a whooping on uh on New England. Uh, I can they're gonna have I think that stack's like very interesting. Just they're gonna they're they're gonna end up killing this Patriots team. Uh, the no one's gonna play them. Yeah, no one will play the Bengals. Oh boy, I got it. Ah, but it's 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 got to be leverage off Derrick Henry. Yeah, you got Traylon. Yeah, he's back. He's practicing. Oh, I love Traylon. I he love Traylon too. Malik Willis is the only reason why I didn't bring him up like first, uh, like as my number one guy. And I you know just, what? They're gonna run so much clock. They're gonna slow uh, that game down with with uh, Willis. Yep. And Henry. Uh, Malik makes me worried about Henry. You don't have to be worried about Henry. He's the, yeah. Do you just, see what they did last time in Houston with Malik Willis? You said that they ran the ball. Yeah. I mean, they just ran over them. Like they were just doing it. They were doing it on like third and ten, Bobby. They weren't even throwing it. They were running it. It like it was wild. Okay, so I'm I'm, I'm more comfortable now that you say that. <laughs> Like I would, if they stack the box, like then it, that would where I'd have an issue. They were trying to do everything. And, they were uh, trying to do it. They couldn't do it. They're not going to be able to do it at tennis. But Traylon I mean, is a good leverage play, though. I will say, like wide receiver, not Henry. wide receiver is pretty gross. I must say, like it's not it doesn't there isn't like like there's a lot of pricing issues. Like so, like Devont, like AJ Brown feels overpriced at eighty one hundred. But then again, you're paying forty eight hundred for Minshew if you're playing him, probably. And Devontae Smith is fine at sixty six hundred. I'm gonna um, the other guy. I'm gonna play some of his Quez. I'm gonna play some Quez Watkins in my Minshew stacks. He's thirty six hundred. Can always just load, catch a, just load up everywhere else. Yeah, you can always catch a bomb too. Five. Look at this targets too. Five, six, five, and six. Last four games, like that's solid. I'll take. I'll take that. I like the Quez call. All right, so I just I still don't feel like I have an answer. Like how how good do you guys feel about this giant these Giants guys? I mean, I don't feel. Good I'm fine with Richie James. Like Richie James, yeah, Richie James. The Hodgins, I'd have issues with. And then Daniel Bellinger at tight end is going to be uh, popular. So he's gonna be our, popular too. Yeah, I don't like Daniel. Give me Noah Fant if he plays. Oh, Fant. Yeah, he's FC. Everybody's questionable on the freaking Seahawks. <laughs> he's um, questionable too. I mean, if he goes out, it would be all Will Disley for twenty seven. And Parkinson, he, Parkinson, or whatever. That's true. It would be those two yeah. guys. Uh, um, Gino will go to Disley in this game. I could see it. All right, we're so we're officially at tight end now. We've just officially oh, yeah. trans- we, we've we've transitioned. We just transitioned. Yeah. Um. So, T.J. Hawkinson's going to be expensive. Uh, going to be uh owned. I mean, forty nine hundred because he's in that game. Um. Dallas Goddard is coming back. Has a connection with Minshew, I think. Um. I don't know. I don't know how ready he is or not. Uh, I don't know. You guys hear anything about Goddard? I mean, I he was close to coming back last week, I think, and then they didn't activate him. So I would assume. Probably he's good. Pretty... I feel like he'd probably he's 
if he plays, he's going to get steamed up just because he's attached to Minshew and he's 4,500. Yeah, I mean, if you if you ask me between him and TJ, I'll play him over TJ. But He's likely good chalk, too. Why not just pull the other side, Dalton Schultz? Um, Schultz is fine, 4,200 for Schultz. I The tough guy is getting up to Kelsey at 8K. It's really tough to get it's up really to Kelsey. We don't need to. We just go to George Kittle without Debo. I don't hate the Kittle. 5,300. And then not not only Kittle, but Andrews is 5,500 in person. I played him last week. God, I can't play. I can't play Andrews. I can play him. I'll play him if you guys won't. But even, right. even though, just to make the argument, like 5,500 for Andrews, 5,300 for Kittle, and then – we're seeing like chalk Slayton at fifty two hundred. So who would you rally? Well, yeah, I don't like Slayton at fifty two hundred. Just from a pricing range standpoint. Um, Atlanta, the uh, fourth most uh, fantasy points to opposing tight ends. So that's uh, we're good. playing some Andrews this week. That, that's what that means. Oh, I just played him. I tilted him so badly, but all right, I'm back. I'll do it. I'll yeah, do I'm it. back. Fifty five hundred is easy. We can play. We can pay it. Isaiah likely was getting some, getting a little bit of love for a minute there. Like he was. Like I've seen him throw to him a couple times. It was like this. That was like all. It was like all one drive, and then never again. But like. I mean, at least he's twenty six hundred. Yeah. And then again, they lost another receipt. You know, they just don't have anyone. I could put um, likely yeah. in large field stuff. Who else? We got. I mean, Comet is still. Uh, I mean, we just play Chig, right? If Malik Willis wasn't the quarterback, I could play. Uh, if Tannehill was the quarterback, I could play Chig. I just. I think Jordan Akins is okay on the other side against Tennessee. Um, no fan. Who else? I, you know, uh, I, another guy, I played him a little bit like in Million Maker stuff that Noah Gray for KC, I think you can play some of it. 2,600. Gets a good matchup against Seattle. Gets decent run. Again, it's more of a you know large field tournament play, but he's twenty six hundred on a slate. Tight ends terrible. Even the popular tight ends you said those are te- like th- those aren't like they shouldn't be popular really. Like Dallas Goddard maybe I don't I don't know the other guys no thank like T.J. Hawkinson's been terrible. I mean Noah fan if if, if Noah fan plays he's a smash. I mean 30, especially if uh, thirty four hundred especially with, if, with lock uh, it out. Those guys out, yeah. Like I mean, Lockett's already out. That's, I mean, that's no, really but like all. Goodwin and like if he's out too. Yeah, like, but I don't even even if they all play, I don't even care. I like, I still think he smashes if he's like Lockett's all I needed. Yeah, he's gonna play a lot if he's in. Um, all right, that's my guy. All right, Bobby, take it away for defense. Yeah. So. For me at defense this week, I know JSU has the Cowboys stored away. So for me, I'm going to go the Bears at 2K. Just going up against Allen, bad weather, 2K defense. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll take the 2K 
Chicago Bears. Need the savings this week. Uh, they did fine against uh, Philly. Yeah. Uh, only one sack, but, man. I say I don't care about the Patriots defense anymore, but then I see them at 2,700. <laughs> and it looks kind of nice to me. Um, why not just play the Eagles against against Dak? I don't hate that at all. Dak for twenty, I'd rather that actually to be perfect. Little honest. Miles Sanders correlation. Yeah, I like that. I like a, I, I like, like a lot of these cheap D's. I'm definitely paying down the defense. That's for sure. All right, um, favorite stacks. I like the Saints D. By the way. I don't know one asked me, but I like the Saints day. Oh no, go ahead. Chime in with one of your guys. No, no, I like the Saints and Cowboys are my two favorite down at the bottom. So all right. All right. So we got Cowboys, Saints. I gave Pats. You gave I Philly, gave, dude. Philly's probably Philly. the best pick. Bobby gave the Bears. Philly's probably the best pick with Sanders. I have Philly solid. I like I, I like Philly. All right, uh, favorite stacks. Who, who's got one? Large field, single entry. I really like Seattle. I like Geno. Lockett's out. Play some Metcalf. I really hope Marquis Goodwin plays. Forty-two hundred. He's probably my favorite, like cheap value receiver in that outside of Richie James in that like three nine to four two range. So that's who I'm going to go with. Gardner Minshew with Dallas Goddard and Quez Watkins double stack. Like so that. this is this is the first time on all, it's taken us 15 weeks, and I don't there's I don't like anything here. Like I, <laughs> like, there's not there's not a lot. It, like, like I don't like the fact that Kirk Cousins is so chalky. I don't like the fact that Daniel Jones is so chalky. I don't I don't feel really comfortable with Garden Minshew. I get it, but I don't really feel comfortable. I like Patrick Mahomes the best. I always liked Mahomes. So that's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Mahomes and I'm gonna say finally Juju gets some touchdowns, get runs good for once in the in touchdowns. I like this call. And then I'm gonna say I'm gonna play Miles Sanders with it with the the uh uh the, with the Philly D, and then I'm gonna play uh Noah Fan at tight end for a cheap tight end play, and then I'm gonna you know be able to get in probably Top two, I'll probably be able to get Henry and CMC in that. No, I won't. I'll be able to get one of them at least. And then you'll win the 4K Millie. Let's go. Is there is a Millie this week? I don't uh, like I the Millie. That's I the problem. Like there's a there's a five fifty-five Millie and a twenty dollar Millie. There's a few Millies, so yeah. I like the Juju call though. I think Juju's we talk about the targets. I think he does get in the end zone this week. Maybe McKinnon. Maybe I'll be a, a fish and follow McKinnon. Is it a fish? I don't know. I don't know. I we only know. I might, it, like, I might play some MVS. Oh, yeah. How cheap is he? He's 4,300. We 40, need cheap dudes the on the slate. We, we need cheap guys on the slate. So, All right. That's a wrap. This has been uh, RG, Rotogrinders, Collabo with Run Pure Sports. Tournament Takes Podcast, week 16. We are almost done with the season. 
but we will be back for week 17 next week. And hopefully we'll all be a little bit richer by then. And anyway, no matter what, have an awesome holiday, everyone. Anyone who's suffering through the people who like us, hate us or whatever, as long as you listen, yeah, uh, have a happy holiday. We, we try, you know, it's tough doing 17 week grind of, you know, doing all these shows. We've got all these other commitments and everything. So we, we try some weeks are better than others, but we, we always try to bring it. And uh, like, I, I, I tell you exactly who I'm playing and my lineups are always that always the same there, but catch Bobby and I on grinders live. We'll, we're doing it Saturday morning this time for the, like, yeah, I think we're out of there. Morning. Yeah. Usually do it Sunday mornings, catch JSU over at run pure sports for his shows and uh yeah let's 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 have a good week and a ha- happy holiday merry christmas happy hanukkah whatever it is you celebrate have an awesome holiday all right thank you <laughs>